Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Now for The Drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Margaret, Dave Skull here on a Wednesday. William, hang in there, buddy. We're going to get to you here uh, in in just a, a moment. Uh, Dave, I know that a lot of us have been sort of dreading uh, what uh, whatever might come of negotiations uh, for the college football playoff and its future format. Uh, and it does not make anyone feel good when we read quotes like this. TCU AD Jeremiah Donati spoke with some local media today on a few topics on further college football playoff expansion or changes. Here's the quote. Quote, I'm not involved in the negotiations of the CFP extension, but it feels as though there's two conferences trying to stack the deck versus everyone else. That's potentially going to create competitive inequity that I don't think is good for college football. I don't think fans want that. That's really disheartening. Hopefully it doesn't work out that way, but it seems like that's the direction that we're going in. I hate that. Well, I've been saying for years that we have to uh, rein in Conference USA and the Sun Belt. Like these two are not good for the rest of us. Nothing. Nobody. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> Tough crowd, man. <laughs> I, I did want to mention uh, very quickly also that a texter texted in earlier. Uh, Upon the mention of Steve Cragthorpe and said that I went to Afghanistan, Steve Cragthorpe was worse. Seems like I'm an all timer, an all timer of a text. That was Rick Pitino that texted. Me. <laughs> but yeah, like, look, it's it's just the fears that the rest of us have, man. I mean, the SEC and the Big Ten obviously are trying to stack the deck. They're trying to push it to 14 before we even have one year at 12. You know. It, <laughs> They want to make it the Big Ten SEC Invitational. I mean, maybe it's inevitable. I think that they need us. I think they need the the in order for it to stay what it is and to maximize its financial potential. I think they need Big Twelve and the ACC. They need the rest of the country uh, until this thing becomes the another subdivision. You know, and it's just you know it, it's. It's an unnecessary. Like you have all of the natural advantages. Yeah. How many uh, yachts do you need to speed? Yeah, like why, right. we have, we have, why do you have to like just sort of tilt the slide too? So it's just you guys. Like yeah. you're already going to start every single day with a million advantages. 
you have to just make it institutional too? It's weird. Like why here's It's insecure. Why would you need like your a second auto bid from the SEC or Big Ten? Why would you ever need that? Why have to write it in? Why would you? Because you know there's gonna be at least three or four from your conference in that thing every year. Like between in the twelfth team, just as it is. You now there's five conference champions in there for sure, right? That leaves, and two of those are already SEC and Big Ten schools. Right there. That means there's seven at-larges. How many of the seven at-larges, on average, do you think are going to go to the SEC and the Big Ten every year? I'd say four, at least. Probably. Between the two conferences. Some years, five. Maybe even six. I mean, that's... But on average, you're probably going to have... A combined six teams from those two conferences. So why do you need to make it in writing? Like, why do you need to put it in writing that there has to be at least three or four? And when you go to 14, they're talking about giving the ACC and the Big 12 two each, but they want four each. Like, no, then you're just putting it in writing that you're at a disadvantage, even though we know you're inherently at one already. Like, look, you're going to get the most teams in every year. You don't have even to put if it in it's going to play out that way. Don't put it in on That's paper. What I'm saying you don't right? have to codify. Yeah, just let it play out that things. way. It's like they're unwilling to admit that there might actually be years where your teams are not the best ones. Right, and there will be every once in a while. It'll happen every once in a while. The Big Twelve and the ACC and might you'll get be two fine. each. You'll stay on top of everybody yeah. else, even if God forbid somebody else figures it out. William, welcome into the drive. What's up, buddy? William? I don't hear him. William! He's turned up and all that stuff, right? Like, we can hear him and everything. He did wait a long time. I hope he didn't. I think we're just going to, like, leave it here. Maybe when he comes back over, yeah. Maybe William will wake up. Yeah. He's going to leave that open. He's going to go, like, through a drive-thru or something, right? Yeah. We're going to hear that. We've heard that before. Oh, we most certainly have. Yeah, it's been great. We've heard a lot of varying internal car noises for people having the doors open heard a lot of sirens in the distance mm-hmm. We've heard dogs barking dogs dogs barking <laughs> that's a theme wood chopping <laughs> we have heard wood chopping william come on so i, point I felt bad for william i do too but we'll leave it open it's in theory he's still there so i brought something up to you earlier and I, it's been on my mind for a while now especially since the last couple of weeks of the women's basketball season has played out. Oh, no. I said it today. I said, look, LSU is on a, you know, they're on the path towards a three seed. And as of right now, Louisville is on the path to a six seed. And we've all been saying all offseason how we'd love to play against HVL and, and LSU in the tournament this year. We assumed it'd probably be like in a regional final or something. It might just happen in the second round. Because I have a hard time believing they would pass up something like that by making those matchups. Feels almost inevitable that this is the 3-6. Now, if Louisville wins tomorrow night against Florida State and knocks off Notre Dame on Sunday, that'll already move them up a seed line. And then if they have a good run in the ACC tournament, there's still an outside chance that we could host, be a top four seed. Or just push ourselves to the five line so we're not on that that three six. But man, it's felt inevitable for a little bit to me. 
And I, for one, would invite it. I would like to be a higher seed than that, but I would invite that that matchup. I think everybody wants it. 81-50-93-9. That's uh, the number if you want to get in here, including you, William, if you want to give it uh, another shot. That, yeah, look, I think we're going to have to get like a restraining order for Blankenbaker if that happens. I mean, what about me? The one who actually watches the team. Well, I but his <laughs> irrational that's the whole point. Like the irrationality of uh, his <laughs> hatred for both Haley and LSU. Yeah, right. No, it'll be uh and I'm just giving you a hell mark. It'll it'll be a it'll be a charged environment. We'll put it that way from all sides. But I would love to see it. And Olivia might they catch deny a charge that they do in it. that game. They deny that they do this stuff, but they they, they absolutely do. set those things up. They do. In in definitely in the men's game and it's, and I've seen it in the women's game too. Um and and coach Walls referred to his senior class and we we know Olivia's already made her intentions known but he said that Lily and and uh, Marissa might come back next year as well. I said that Lily was academically like a junior. She's actually she is a senior if she wanted to to graduate this year but she's got her her extra year next year and Marissa can come back too. So um that's fun. That's exciting. You might see that amongst our, our recruiting news. And I told you, Jada Curry is only a sophomore or only a junior. Sorry. So she can come back. Um, or she will be back, barring something else. So it's, uh, it is senior night tomorrow night. It'll really just be the the grad transfers. Like Kiki, Sydney, and, and, and Nina. Uh, pretty sure the only ones that are, that are, gra- are going to go through the ceremony unless Marissa makes her decision. Uh, between now and then let's get uh kyle in here kyle what's going on we're not doing great here with the phones guys kyle try again buddy try to get you in here uh dave what are we uh what are we expecting tonight we got louisville heading uh to cameron indoor uh with a full strength uh do kyle filipowski uh, magically healthy yeah what are we what are you expecting tonight pain man like i don't know I, I i don't put expectations on this team anymore i don't have much that i expect for for tonight you know i i maybe with the guards back for a whole week of practice you know they look a little sharper than they did a week ago but they're running up against duke and cameron indoor man so what do you expect i don't know i don't know how it could go like it's it, i don't know how it could set up worse right uh for louisville unfortunately i think with that environment's not great anyway. Louisville's not great anyway. They just got beat by Wake Forest and probably have been sitting around listening uh, to everyone crap on them for the way that they reacted to the court storming there at Wake Forest and sort of wanted to sort of get things like it's a, it's the worst place for someone else to need a get right game. Yeah. Because Louisville tends to kind of volunteer to be the get right game for people anyway. Uh, when somebody actually needs one, not great. It's not setting up well for us. Like just with no other outside factors, I would be terrified of this final score. <laughs> and and with them needing a get right game and, and them being healthy apparently with uh with Filipowski or Flipkowski as I saw uh, it somehow multiple times spelled online yesterday. Uh, back in the lineup today. I, I look man, I I hope it's not embarrassing. How about that for a tepid expectation? That doesn't just sounds doesn't just feels gross to I say. I hope it's that not stuff. embarrassing. I, I hate that. And that's like where you start. Yeah. 
which is wildly unfortunate, but it's sort of where we are uh, at this point. Do you think Karan Davis will be there? In in Durham? He doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a deep sarcastic. That would be truly impressive if he found a way He's to get there. there. It's like, dude, what is going on? <laughs> He's attended more games than than he actually played in. That's already the truth. It'll always be the truth. Uh, but man, that's who's going to write that story? That's what I want to know. Is the Karan Davis story just from from commitment all the way through his dismissal to his perplexing, omnipresent, you know, profile here in Louisville ever since. Very weird. All right, let's give uh, Kyle another shot. Kyle, welcome to the drive, buddy. What's up? Hey, Joe. I'm sorry, I lost service for That's all right. Um, yeah, I wanted to. I want to play a quick little game with you all. Oh, uh, boy. Love the show, um, but I want you all to be Josh Hurd. Okay. And I'm going to give you three boxes that I feel are the most important for the next hire. And then, if you all just tell me the first name of all the names that you know are being floated around or whatever. That comes to your all's mind again. Nothing, nobody knows anything. It's just a game. Y'all down? We'll give it a shot. Sounds good. Okay, I feel like the next hire, the number one box, uh, one thing they have to do is uh, they need to understand that this is a Louisville job. As Chaz pointed out before, it's a top five, top ten job. You got to know what you know what you're walking into, and that comes with expectations. And I think uh, one of the expectations is winning on uh, in year one. Like, I think uh, NCAA tournament is a goal. Um, I mean, it may not happen, but you got to be a competitive roster. This is a little bit. So that's box one. Box two, you have to embrace our, our local community, our media, and use NIL. You have to do those three things in box number two. Non-negotiable. You have to embrace it. You've got to chat with the media. We see how great it is, with how awesome Jeff Walls is, how awesome the Brahms are. Um, we love it here. So that's box number two. And number three, you just got to be a basketball junkie. You just have to be somebody that, you know, just is one of the smartest guys in the room that we can just tell on the sideline. So you're Josh Hurd, and those are the three boxes that came to you. Who's the first coach, hypothetical, potential coach that could be available, pops in your all's minds? I'll get off and listen. Yep. I appreciate uh, all of Ooh, I thought he that. had an answer ready. Yeah, I thought were. he was going to tell us uh, who he necessarily thinks uh, that it is. You know, given that – you know, I, it depends on what we mean by like a basketball junkie, because I'm not convinced that it has to be like an obs- like a, a Rick Pitino obsessive uh, in terms of like X's and O's and all and scouting and all that sort of thing. Like, I think you can have more of a CEO kind of guy, but as long as that person is self-aware and you're going to have other people who sort of, then that's how he does it. I'm here for that person. Uh, somebody like that, Bruce Pearl. Yeah. That's one of the first names that comes to mind for me. A giant personality uh, that is magnetic uh, and fed by the lights, not blinded by the lights. That's what we're looking for. Is that the Manfred Manclaw? I just turned it around into something else. Yes, that's exact. <laughs> but that's what I'm looking for. And I, I, it's Bruce Pearl, like that for me. That's sure, who and he's pretty much off the table because of his gigantic buyout and contract. I mean. And it was awesome that as soon as people started talking about McDermott, <laughs> they started floating his like lifetime contract at Creighton. It's like, all right, fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, the, that doesn't really disqualify any of the names I was thinking of. You know, I don't think that disqualifies Nate Oates. I don't think that, I think 
Bruce Pearl and Nate Oates are very, you know, would both be up near the top. Bruce Pearl, again, kind of disqualified financially from from, from his sweepstakes. Um, I think Scott Drew is, is, is one of those untouchables, too. Uh, that's why the fourth box, I feel like, needs to exist, which is... Um, availability or uh, realistic, you know, expectation of being able to acquire. Him. I think that's a pre-box. Yeah, a pre-box. Like, yeah, like you, that's that's a you have that yes or no. Then we start going through boxes. So that weeds out. You know, a lot of these guys we're talking about. Yeah, weeds out Bruce Pearl. I mean, we're talking about buyout plus contract, and his buyout's extraordinary. Like it, it I think Scott out. Drew's all those things, and I don't, I don't know if he's attainable or not. I think attainability is a big part of this. I think I, Nate Oates is all those things. I think you can kick the tires on Scott Drew and see if he's attainable, but he's built something unique there, you know, and they're building a new arena for him and everything. Like, probably be pretty tough to pry him out of Waco. I know that's something that's never been said about anybody, really, except for maybe the Branch Davidians. <laughs> Well done. Drop that. Hey, Branch Davidians reference here on the drive. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, are do you think that are, like are those the three most important boxes? I mean, I think you can divide those boxes though. Like he put media and like public availability and NIL in the same box, which I think there should be a fourth box that includes NIL and transfer portal together. Those those relate far more together to me than your ability to to be the face of the program and sell it, you know, and and not shy away from that part of it. I think that is its own box and then NIL goes in a box with the transfer portal in in the like embracing and understanding modern basketball and how to build a roster in 2024. You know, I think that's a box on its own. So we could subdivide these boxes, baby. We can do that. Yeah, of those 3 boxes though, the longer this has drawn on and the more excruciating all of this has been and it has the number one is a is a much bigger deal to me than maybe i would have thought it was before this understanding guy, the job well it, well I, he said understanding the job and that you've got to be really good in year one yeah see i, I also think that could be something i have some i i have some advice for whoever gets the job and, and look let this be a part of your consideration about whether you count the cost or if you really want to do this or not i'm warning you whoever you are none of us want to hear about how long this is going to take there's there is no audience for patience i'm sorry it's not your fault but the guy before you spent it all and, and, and no one's going to want to hear anything about how long it takes to get anything established uh-uh there don't try well, the what ties into multiple boxes here is the nobody in louisville and this gets is part of understanding the job and understanding modern basketball and how to build a roster in 2024 is Nobody wants to hear about your challenges. They simply want to hear, like, we will give, like, not us, the media, but the fan base and others will give proper context to this stuff. But you can't keep minimizing failures and everything with 
well, it's not realistic to expect us to win. It's not realistic to expect me to recruit. You know what I mean? Like it's instead of adjusting expectations, we need you to meet the challenge that you've been that you've been given and that you're being paid for. You know, and tell us how you're going to do that. Tell us why you're the best job, best person for that, and better yet, show us instead of telling us. You know, that's I think has been the most disappointing part of the last two years is that lack of accountability and the like telling us what this job is and to adjust our expectations and to stop expecting what we expect, you know, and just saying, look, it's really hard to do this stuff. It's like, yeah, that's what the money's for, as you like to say. And we know it's hard. We know it's hard, man. That's why you get paid $4 million a year. Tim, welcome into the drive to wrap us up here, buddy. What's up? <laughs> Not a whole lot. How you guys doing? Good, buddy. Uh, I was about to tell you that you will talk when I tell you you can talk. <laughs> <laughs> On the show we've had... Uh, but I didn't want to go full-on wrestling promo. I figured I'd keep it a little lighthearted because we need some of that. Um, and, and I was thinking, like, you know, maybe it's an advantage tonight because, you you know, Mark Lieberman said yesterday you can't hear yourself thinking, Cameron. And so, I mean, you know, if our guys can't hear the few things that Kenny's barking out, I mean, you know, we've all said that the team would be better without a coach, you know, at times with what he's saying. So who knows? Maybe they'll uh, – Maybe they'll do. Uh, maybe they'll do good not being able to listen to him. And uh, you know, I think like it, it, Mark. Have you ever heard of the video game Desert Bus? No. Okay, so real quick, uh, Penn and Teller, the magicians, uh, had it out with the ratings board a long time ago about how the ratings board said that video games are too violent. So Penn and Teller made a game for the Sega CD. And it was like a list of mini games, and one of them was called Desert Bus. And it's kind of famous because the purpose of the game is you're driving a bus through the desert from L.A. to Las Vegas, and there's nothing. It's the entire distance. It takes as long as it drives to take the it takes to drive the bus. You can't tape your controller down because the bus will veer off the road. And if the bus veers off the road, you get towed back to L.A. and you start over again. And the tow truck takes you in real time back to L.A. And where I'm going with this is there's a charity thing. It's every year. It's called Desert Bus for Cancer or something. And it's essentially people get together and they play Desert Bus, depending on how long they can drive the bus, how much money they save for cancer before they fall asleep or they can't take it anymore. That's where I'm at now. I'm all in. I've watched these games. I'm driving Desert Bus for charity. And I'm just going to, you know, I've made it this far. I'm going to drive the bus the rest of the four games. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think we've all, I, I think we all owe it to ourselves to endure four more games of this or five, whatever the number is now. And, uh, and just have fun with it. You know, laugh when we make mistakes, laugh when things get bad. Uh, I know it is. Uh, I know it is Louisville basketball, and we hate to we hate to see it this bad. But we should be past that stage of grief now and into like acceptance or whatever the stages are. Um, so, you know, uh, I look forward to uh, talking about a beatdown tomorrow at work, and you know, making jokes about it. And that's just where we are. But uh, you know, we're coaching search radio time almost. And, uh, and those are the fun days. So, um, you gentlemen have a good uh, evening. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. Uh, don't throw anything at the TV, and that's, that's what it'll be. I appreciate it. Love the show, guys. 
Appreciate it, Tim. All right, that's going to do it for us here. We're going to turn you guys over to the network pregame coverage of Louisville and Duke. Leave it here. We'll have Louisville and Duke after that, and then postgame show immediately after that. Yep. You guys have been listening to The Drive on I Thank the Bill. See you. No cards. of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.